Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Time to just face it. The Chiefs are inevitable because, well, 15's inevitable. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here. And uh, we've been blowing and going. And so, Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Lebanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Well, it's whole damn deja vu. I mean, Stone, we legit, what we're about to do today, I feel like we did the same damn show 12 months ago. Hey, when it's late in the game and you need a big play and you got Patrick Mahomes, chances are you're going to win a ring. I feel like we could have just found last year's show post-Monday Super Bowl and played it today and it would have been the same damn thing as long as we dubbed in 49ers over Eagles. Am I wrong? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm curious to know who would have called it out. Hey, this wasn't this year's game. This <laughs> didn't happen last night. How long would it have taken for somebody to realize that we just repurposed and repackaged last year's show? Uh, well, probably the terrible dubbings of 49ers over any time we said Eagles. That would probably be a big tip off there. Uh, let's go ahead and hear it. Let's go ahead and hear Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan, Westwood One, as heard here on ESPN 106.3. Kevin Harlan with the call of the overtime winner, Patrick Mahomes, picking out Mecole Hardman on first and goal with a literal second left to go in overtime. That's right, the same Mecole Hardman who in October was slumming it with the New York Jets, and now he is a Super Bowl champion in the year of our Lord 2024. This is what the game-winning touchdown sounded like on ESPN 106.3. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front, receiver in motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown! It's caught! Hardman caught the ball! The Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won! The entire bench empties! Chasing Mahomes in the end zone. Their third Super Bowl in five years. The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is a dynasty. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 58. 25-22 in overtime. Patrick Mahomes, he's not greatest of all time yet, but he's now moved into the neighborhood. And I know that we're going to point out rings, 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 because the simple-minded folks like to point out rings and yes Tom Brady played until age 45 he's a freak of nature but Patrick Mahomes at age 28 is nearly halfway to rings he makes it to an AFC championship game every single year he arguably just went through the most treacherous dangerous path in playoff history including winning at Buffalo and winning at Baltimore And now he's a three-time world champion. And he did so in the third time winning a Super Bowl, trailing by double digits in that game. He is every definition of the word inevitable. And here's, here's what I had proved to me last night, Stone. Patrick Mahomes not only is now on the precipice of being the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. And let's be clear about something, too. If you wanted to say he's the greatest quarterback you've ever seen, I trust you because I trust your eyes because his skill set, his entire package, his complete package is significantly more than that of Tom Brady. And I'm not trying to diminish Tom Brady here, but what I'm saying is that when you're talking about true freaks, true arm angle, true escape the pocket, true making the impossible happen, true precision, true feel for the game of football, there is no doubt Patrick Mahomes is the greatest to ever play the position. And now that he's done it in 
these moments and did it again last night. There was no point in that fourth quarter or overtime where you felt to yourself, oh, Niners are safe, Niners are safe, Niners are safe. And as soon as Brock Purdy's throw on third down in overtime fell incomplete in the end zone and the 49ers had to settle for a field goal, we all damn knew what was going to happen. But it's not just that about Patrick Mahomes being now very close to the vicinity and maybe you can say GOAT if you really wanted to get crazy with it in comparison to Tom Brady. Andy Reid has been able to stake his claim as the greatest pro football head coach that there is. I know we can go rings with Bill Belichick. Of course. Let's be clear. Bill Belichick got lucky with Tom Brady. Bill Belichick got lucky with Tom Brady and rode that to all those titles and all those wins. Andy Reid has done this now with two different franchises. And every quarterback he has had has turned into either A, something Hall of Fame worthy, B, something serviceable and playoff worthy, or C, greatest of all time worthy. Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid went to... Four straight NFC title games, went to a Super Bowl, barely lost to the Patriots with a vomiting Donovan McNabb and an injured Terrell Owens. Then comes to Kansas City, Alex Smith suddenly turns into a playoff quarterback, and Andy Reid purposely, not luckily, purposely went up, got Patrick Mahomes, said, hey kid, learn behind Alex Smith, then you're going to get your turn. And what happened? History. Legendary status and arguably greatest quarterback of all time, age 28, three championships, and it doesn't look like there's anything stopping the Chiefs. I had approved to me last night, Patrick Mahomes is right there in the Brady conversation, if you have a little bit more context than just rings. And Andy Reid, he might not be the most accomplished pro football head coach of all time, but I think he's the best. Yeah, let's not let Andy Reid get lost in all of this. He has to be brought up today. Everything, has to, has to, has to. Everything that anybody does, whether you're on television or behind a radio microphone, is going to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, number 15. Inevitable. Patrick Mahomes. And we're going to do that today because that's what... Uh, we love quarterbacks. He's earned. Sports talk radio. We love debating quarterbacks. And of course, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes all day today. But if you're looking for proof as to why Andy Reid should not be lost in all of this, it's the fact that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey... Never, ever, ever, ever hesitate to give Reed his flowers. Whether it's post-game, whether it's halftime, whether it's pre-game, they love to bring up Andy Reed. And I, I love doing this because there are some casuals out there, and I love bringing up the fact. People don't know this. They still don't. There's a freaking headset in Patrick Mahomes' helmet, okay, mm-hmm. that stops working at 10 seconds. Who's talking to Patrick Mahomes for the 25, 30 seconds before that? That's the dude with the mustache. That's Mr. Andy Reid, the cheeseburger. It ain't Matt Nagy. It ain't. <laughs> it definitely, it <laughs> damn sure ain't Matt Nagy. So when we give Patrick Mahomes all this love for what he does pre-snap at the line of scrimmage, what he does post-snap and the checks that he makes, all of those things are given to him by Andy Reid. Hey, if you get this look, we're going to roll with this. If you get the look that we thought, take your shot. So when you think Patrick Mahomes is doing all of this, when you think he's just randomly getting outside of the pocket and extending some of these plays and finding guys in scramble drills, no, Andy Reid has told him to do these things. He dials it up time and time and time again. Andy Reid is just as important to this football team as is Patrick Mahomes. We are looking at quite possibly the greatest coach quarterback duo of all time already, already. And yes, there's Belichick and Brady, and yes, there's Shula and Marino, and yes, there's Walsh in Montana, but this, this thing, because the Chiefs came in with the least weapons they've ever had on the offensive side of the ball, and they still oh, yeah. found a way. Your wide receiver one was a rookie! Right. He was a rookie! Right. He was out of SMU. Right. That was the guy you you headed into battle with tonight. Because Travis Kelsey was obviously going to catch every single double last night, as he did. He had a yard in the first half. They had... Now, let's be clear about something, though. They had the best defense they've ever had in this run, okay? That's that was helpful. That secondary's filthy. It's sick. It's absolutely it's sick. It's just a bunch and, of all pros scattered all about. And Chris Jones is... And I saw a lot of Chiefs fans on social media last night. He's so happy. Why would he want to go anywhere else? I'm sure he'll take a hometown discount. No. Nobody with a brain, and Chris Jones has a brain. He knows his worth. 
And if the Chiefs aren't willing to pay it, someone's willing to. You know what? He's already got his legacy. He's got his rings. He's going to go get paid, as he should. He was massive last night and lost in all the quarterback conversation. It's going to be the three third downs during the course of the second half and in overtime where Chris Jones is in the face of Brock Purdy mucking things up and keeping the 49ers to field goal attempts as opposed to scoring touchdowns. He was huge. But when we talk about Pat Mahomes being in the Tom Brady GOAT conversation and Reed and Mahomes being in the all-time great coach quarterback duo conversation, last night proved all that to me. There is nothing you can tell me to invalidate that that I'm going to consume and say, oh, yeah, good point. You've got a good one there. They are right up there. And this one, this one, much like when Brady went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl, and that, to me, ended any criticism of the man, the Chiefs winning the championship this year, going back-to-back and doing so with the most mountainous, Himalaya-esque traverse path that they took to win this title, that right there, that's the pinnacle. That's all I needed to see. There's no discussion to be had. These guys are the best that we have seen. And if they're not the best in your mind, they're damn close. Pat Mahomes is right there in greatest of all time, even with Tom Brady in the conversation. Because again, you look at skill set, you look at ability to overcome, you look at how the roster changed up this year offensively, finding a way, playoff path, that right there, that's all time. That is absolutely all time. And then you look at Reed and Mahomes together. I mean, how can you argue with it? How can you argue with it? And again, I put Andy Reed in this conversation, and I say that Andy Reed is the best pro football coach we've seen because his journey significantly different than Bill Belichick lucking in to Tom Brady to complement the defense that he was trying to build in New England. And Andy Reed's done it. Two different teams built up offensive juggernauts. Andy Reid's incredible, and Andy Reid's also going to finish with more career wins than Bill Belichick, so if you're scoring at home, I mean, that's another one to check off the box. Yeah, he's got some games to go, but I, I do think he's, he's going to I mean, Bill bit. Belichick's the one unemployed. Andy Reid's the one who's going to be in contention for the next three or four Super Bowls. Right. They're favored to do it again. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, it's obligatory that we have this Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, right? We're going to get into the GOAT conversation. Who's better? The duos. We'll do that, as we're obligated to. Mm-hmm. But what makes our jobs very hard, again, on television, radio, whatever it is you're having this conversation today, is he the GOAT? Or at least, is he at the table? Can he have the conversation? They're not the same type of quarterbacks, though. So we're talking about who's the greatest of all time. They don't play the game the same way. So the conversation is going to have avenues where it can turn left, it can turn right. Sure. They play but it wh- very differently, right, but, but there are parallels between Andy Reid and Bill. Gronk and Travis Kelsey and Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. You had a tweet last night, and I saw the tweet everywhere else, too, and I loved it. That last drive, whether it was the minute and 37 that he had to get a field goal Mm -hmm. to take it to overtime or after the field goal was kicked by Jake Moody out of Michigan for San Francisco and in overtime, they kicked it back off to Patrick Mahomes. You talk about the word inevitable, very reminiscent of Michael Jordan. I have not seen, I have not seen in a chance to win a championship scenario a more inevitable, you know this is happening situation take place and be executed and you say to yourself, well, of course. I haven't seen anything like that since Game 6, 1998 Finals, Michael Jordan coming down the floor, stealing the ball from Carl Malone, dribbling to the free throw line, crossing up Brian Russell, hitting jumper, holding, walking off the floor in a Bulls uniform for the final time. That was the last time... Forget 28-3, to Patriots. There were a lot of unlucky things that happened to the Falcons in that Super Bowl, and the Patriots eventually found a way, and in overtime there was still sudden death. I, in professional sports, have not seen anything since 98 Game 6 NBA Finals closing moments, Carmelone in Salt Lake City, as inevitable as Michael Jordan doing that than what we saw from Patrick Mahomes last night in overtime. You knew what was going to happen, and that was all Mahomes. That was all Mahomes. Of course. Because he threw it, and he converted a fourth down, and then he threw it, and uh, Valdez Scantling uh, ends up running backwards 
nine nine yards, putting them behind the sticks. Takes two plays to erase all that first down. And then runs up the middle inside the 15. And then two plays later, touchdown, game over, Super Bowl one. That was all Mahomes. I mean, that's just elite, inevitable stuff. Yeah, if you're looking for any actual evidence, it was the fourth and one conversion. Because you get scared, right? Your stomach's in knots. This is the ball game. Yeah. If San Francisco wants to stand stout, like this game's over. And the San Francisco 49ers are Super Bowl champions. But when you're watching the game, and I can speak for me personally, and I, I guess for you as well because you just said it, there was no way they weren't converting converting that fourth and one. Right. Beautiful play call. I get it. But we knew the ball was going to be in Patrick Mahomes. Tony Roman did a good job at saying, hey, listen, Andy Reid ain't stupid. This ball is in Patrick Mahomes' hands and Patrick Mahomes' hands only. He's not handing the ball off to Pacheco. He's not getting rid of it to anybody else. He's converting this thing. And once they converted the fourth and one, you knew it was ball game. Travis Kelsey was going to find his way in the mix. I don't know how long his underneath went for the one, that mesh concept. Just a simple, just touch and go. Travis Kelsey took it for like 18. The, the game was wraps from there. Everybody knew it. The inevitable feeling, we all shared it. And that's the, I think, where the villain conversation gets to. Because for us, as people who love ball, like, we have to respect that, and we do respect that. But if you're mad at that, it just shows how great you actually are. Well, Pat Mahomes, I think it's fair to say he's right there in the discussion as greatest of all time with Tom Brady. I know a lot of people are going to fight back on that because of the rings conversation, but I'm telling you, use your eyeballs, man. He's 28. Use your eyeballs. What he's accomplished at age 28, the skill set, all the different things he can do, the way he willed his team to victory late in the Super Bowl last night with this lack of offensive weapons this season. If, you, if you're, if you're going to turn your back on that, if you're going to say, uh-uh, if you're going to try and deny that, it's not even worth trying to converse with you. And then when it comes to Andy Reid, how can you deny five NFC championship games with the Eagles, went to a Super Bowl, went to four straight at one point, leaves there, comes to Kansas City, makes Alex Smith a money quarterback, playoff quarterback, and has the foresight to go get Patrick Mahomes and sit him behind Alex Smith to season him and prepare him for what was to come with the Chiefs, not luck into pick number 199. Andy Reid, to me, is the best professional football coach there is. He has somehow found a way to make it look easy in modern-day professional football. Him and Patrick Mahomes are right now very much in the conversation for greatest coach-quarterback duo of all time. All of those things proven to me last night watching that Super Bowl. What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? Mahomes possibly being the greatest of all time already. Andy Reid, best pro football coach we've seen. And quarterback coaching duo, Mahomes, Reid, they're right up there at the level of Belichick Brady. All of those things, those three proven to me last night. All of those proven to me last night. What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? Any part of the game. Maybe it was on the field. Maybe it was off the field. Maybe it was before the game. Maybe it was after the game. Maybe it was an individual. Maybe it was a group. What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And social media at KLV1063. Before we get to Stones, I also had it proven to me that the man is a damn oracle. Stone LeBanowitz, I want to bring you back to Thursday. It was our uh, our Super Bowl spectacular uh, on Thursday, in fact. Once a year. Uh, once a year, only once a year, and only once it's ever happened. Our annual one-time Super Bowl spectacular back on Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. Levicka Theo and Stone. Stone LeBanowitz, this was his big, bold, not bold, but boldest, boldest prediction for this Super Bowl all the way back on Thursday, a full 72 hours. Plus, before kickoff, this was Stone Lebanowitz, his boldest prognostication of the Vegas Super Bowl. All right, Stone, get weird. What's your boldest Super Bowl prediction? I think this game goes to OT, though. I can see this game My just God. with how these two teams play. I think this, the Niners will find their way up a possession or two, and Patrick Mahomes will do what he does and squeeze this thing into OT, and we're going to get a Super Bowl in Vegas with a little extra time. First one that ends it wins it. I'm excited. I think this game's going to OT. A little OT action. 
that that stone, I got to say, it's pretty elite. It wasn't just... Did you win money last night? It was plus 725. You're damn right I won some money on that. What are you talking about here? But listen, it wasn't just that I predicted OT. I said the Niners were going to be up a little bit. I think they find themselves up a possession or two. They were up 10-0. And then they were up three, and Patrick Mahomes needed to force OT, and he did just that. Script is real, man. So is mine. I got it. Don't don't feed into the script thing. I don't like the script I'm thing. Seeing too I'm seeing sorry. I'm too, sorry. I don't too many like dopes thing. in this conspiracy theory riddled planet we now live on, society we live in. Yeah. Really, truly think that the NFL, the NFL, sorry, I said it. They, they, they're the ones who force the 49ers to have an extra point blocked. They're <laughs> the ones that had Chris Jones unblocked into the backfield to harass the quarterback. They are the ones that allowed Patrick Mahomes to repeatedly pick out Travis Kelsey in the second half and in overtime. They're the ones that wrote that Corndog was going to work again to win a Super Bowl for Andy Reid in the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't do that. Don't feed the dopes. Because there's too you? many people today saying that ah, this was set up by Sleepy Joe uh, so that Taylor Swift can endorse him for president. Idiots. Yeah, the, 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 the Pfizer crew. Um, <laughs> the Pfizer crew. Let me ask you this, though. I don't believe the script at all. I constantly have to battle my girlfriend at home. Some I people her, what was do, your... though. Oh, they do. Trust me, they do. And my girlfriend's one of them, and I have to battle her. Really? Hey, what's, your, what's your prediction? Wait, Jess is a level-headed individual. Oh, she she's believes brilliant. in the script. Like, this is all... We're living in a simulation. Here's the problem that oh, me and you Jesus face, though, because God. the people who do believe in the script, like, it played out last and, and, but the hold script, on. Now, there, there's no script. The script is that Patrick Mahomes is better than right. everybody. Right. Andy Reid is better than everybody. But that's taken into account for the script writers, they say, right? That is what they say. But hold on, let me ask you this. Because I asked her, what, hey, babe, what's your prediction tonight? Like, how do you think things will go? Because I think it's a coin flip. I think this thing is going into OT. She said, oh, the 49ers will be up at half. But of course, right? Of course, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to come back and win it, right? Like, that's how this is going to go. And it did. But here's what I want to ask you about. If. In your best guess, what would Roger Goodell and Taylor Swift talking about up in the box? I mean, what, what could they possibly be discussing? They weren't even smiling or laughing. No, like it they were both looked straight contentious. Face. It actually. did. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine if I'm Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh man, it's awesome to talk with Roger Goodell. Uh, I've got Ice Spice to my left. I've got Blake Lively to my right, and I've got Uncle Raj coming up to strike up a conversation. Uh, I wonder, I mean, if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm probably planting the seed of a, uh, of a, a halftime show, right? I don't know. I don't know. Of course know. you are. I don't know. That would have brought the roof off of that place. Yeah, but Taylor Swift, she should absolutely never perform the Super Bowl. No, ever, 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 She's ever. not promoting anything. Uh, she can just tweet, album coming out, right. and people are like, oh, oh, God, yes. Uh, and and then she's not like Usher, who, uh, like, he's just looking to come back. He's been living a Las Vegas residency for the last decade, so he just wants uh, one final uh, hurrah of his greatest hits to be put out there into the ethos and sell some albums and uh, maybe get back into the the cultural stratosphere yeah. for a moment. Taylor Swift, uh, more than anybody, does not need the Super Bowl halftime show. So she's getting uh, enough publicity as it is to football fans. She's already the biggest act on the planet. Raj, Raj ain't talking to her, uh, talking her into uh, a Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> oh, I think my best guess for what they would be talking about would just Roger giving his thanks. To be honest, like, I appreciate you. I, I thanks for know. elevating my sport. Just thanks. Yeah, thanks for bringing in new fans. What you've done is commendable. I think he's just giving her his flowers, and I think she was trying to be serious about it. I, I, that's my best They're guess. Just, but just I was still con- shop. I'm still confused. Just shopping would, it up. Yeah, because if you would have told me three years ago, hey, this time next year, or this time in three years, Roger Goodell and Taylor Swift are going to be hang out in the box, and Taylor Swift will be dating one of the players. Like, hey, would, you know, we're living in a multiverse. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. There's no, yet here we are. Yet here we here are. Here we are. Uh, what did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? It proved to me that Pat Mahomes is closer to Brady, is the greatest of all time, than a lot of you probably like to admit. Andy Reid is the best pro football coach that there has been. And I think he clinched that last night. And Reed 
Mahomes, right up there, greatest quarterback coach duos of all time. And I think that if they haven't surpassed Brady Belichick, that's all they have left to hurdle. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. I had it proven to me last night that one of my favorite musicians of all time might be washed. Very, very difficult times for me at halftime. That's Don Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Did you watch with Jess last night, your girlfriend? Was she, was she, is this why you brought it up? She was consistently spewing script conspiracy theory to you is she just joking or she being really real that the nfl literally has laid this out uh to to predetermine the outcome it's complicated i can't just answer that like swiftly was that a joke (sighs) unintentional give yourself credit um i guess i'll say she actually thinks it's a thing and and here's the reason why because she's never been proven otherwise it's be. It's, That's the thing. It's because. It, can you tell her, please? Can you tell your girlfriend? And I and Jess is fantastic. I'm actually. Um, I'm very disappointed to hear that she's one of the uh, the NFL truthers. I know. Um, Trust me, it's hard. It's hard. It was almost a deal breaker at one point. Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. There's no script. There's no predetermination. He's just better. Andy Reid is better. You have the best coach and you have the best quarterback, chances are, on a year-to-year basis, they're going to have the best chance to win. No script. Just how things have played out. Well, that was a PSA to her, and I'll make sure. Yeah, to her, to but also her. if you share similar thoughts, right. please take heed. Okay? And that's all I'll leave it at. That's all I'll leave it at. Uh, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho care for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. By the way, we have confirmation. Congratulations to our boy Theo Dorsey. Married, betrothed. It all went down Friday night. We have uh, photographic confirmation of it taking place. And let's go back to Thursday, by the way. This was Theo Dorsey, his boldest prediction when we talked to him via phone while he was clearly hungover. Oh, my God. Clearly hungover the day before his wedding. Theo Dorsey, this is what he told us, his boldest prediction. Chiefs fan Theo Dorsey, this is what his boldest prediction was for the Super Bowl. You know what my bold prediction will really be? My bold prediction is that after the Chiefs win, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll likely be hearing about a TJ coming soon about – Eight and a half, nine months from now. Oh. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about so, uh, bold prediction? so uh, Theo's bold prediction is that Chief he... Lynn and, a, and another family member. I love that. So mm. he is planning uh, human inception uh, yes. immediately after the, the Super Bowl concludes with the Chiefs winning. Theo, that is bold. Uh, and that is also, I mean, I got to say, uh, I appreciate... Your adventurous nature. That's hey, well when done. it happens, I'm going to have to name the, the kid is going to have to have like the middle name Patrick or something. I don't go know. With, we'll go with Jackson. Or we already talked about Kadarius. Uh, so I guess the only place to go from here is Theo. Congrats on the sex. Congrats on the sex, brother. Yeah. So uh, we night- should call him and be like, hey, did you uh, consummate? How'd it go last night? How'd it go? Uh, nine months from now, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Did what you have sex? Doing? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I don't want to pry too much into his life. All I know is he's the one that broached the topic that if the right. Chiefs win, because yesterday was night one of his honeymoon, night one of his honeymoon Super Bowl Sunday, he had to wait a little bit. 
to consummate everything and begin Inception, but he eventually got there. So, uh, Theo, congrats on the marriage, congrats on the sex, and uh, looking forward to meeting your child. What? I wonder how I actually felt about all that, by what? the way. I, honestly. I'm right? sure she like, was thrilled. Like, this is some game. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what happens if... If Michael Hardman drops that, or you know, there's a fumble, or they don't go to overtime, Harrison or Barker if the Niners don't miss the extra point, all those things. I like, know Theo I know. is, you know, is he, is he on his way back from the DR? Yeah, like, they've they've just cut the honeymoon short. Like, I have no idea. That's risky a great game, friendo, but it, got it, it done. You know what? He uh, he found a way to get it done, uh, literally, and uh, we're assuming. And congratulations again so to Theo and so, Ashley. So we're saying the sex was inevitable. Yeah, yes, yes, because Mahomes is inevitable. See, there's layers to this entire thing. What, what, what did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? To me, it's that Pat Mahomes, uh, if you wanted to tell me, hey, I think he might be at the same level as Tom Brady, I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you. Uh, Tom Brady, yes, he's got all the rings. Pat Mahomes, as far as pure quarterbacking ability and what he's done already by age 28, I mean, I think there's some nuance to that conversation. It's not just as cut and dry as look at the uh, the rings on the fingers. Andy Reid, now that he's done it with two different teams, yes, he didn't win a title in Philadelphia, but he brought the Eagles to uh, the Super Bowl, five NFC championship game appearances. He never misses the AFC championship game, has won three titles now, and he has helped Patrick Mahomes grow into arguably the greatest quarterback we've ever seen and not getting lucky like the Patriots did with Brady, uh, seeking out Mahomes, making him sit and learning and waiting. And then uh, this is, has been able to bear all this fruit. And I had a lot of stuff proven to me about the greatness of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes last night. What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, social media is open at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? Let's go to social media. Uh, Johnny messages in. Mahomes is inevitable. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Mike says... The Chiefs are like the Heat. Playoffs are literally all that matters. Just get in and take it from there. Now, here's where I would push back on that. Yes, the Chiefs are always there, and the Chiefs have shown that the regular season doesn't matter. Just get in, right? We've gotten to that point. So that's where there's a similarity with the Heat. But I would argue close calls for championships and falling short Unfortunately, I think the Heat are a little bit more like the 49ers, where, like last year, look at it. You had you had the Nuggets with Jokic, clearly the best player on the planet, and the star reign supreme. The Chiefs, clearly the best player on the planet, the star reigned supreme, and beat the team that is limited in the superstar category. I think all that's pretty right? sound. I, I think that... Just get in is the Chiefs and Heat mantra. But the way things have played out, the Heat are probably more like the 49ers. I think the conversation takes a turn when you talk about like winning a championship. But the superstar does take over in Jimmy Butler in the sense of dragging them to the finals, right? Or dragging them to well, the Well, Jimmy ECF. Butler dragged the Heat as far as he could until Josh Hart uh, slide tackled him and ruined his ankle, which I'm still waiting for some sort of uh, comeuppance for that for that guy. I mean, just dastardly. Come on, Adam. Uh, but but I think that, unfortunately, there are more parallels between the Heat and the 49ers. I would what, agree. What did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Also, I have a problem with one of my favorite Dolphins. I'll get to that in a little bit. I have a little bit of a problem with one of my favorite Dolphins, uh, I just wish he would stay focused on the prize. Uh, keep the main thing the main thing. I'll explain in just a second. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Ernesto in Boynton. Ernie is on LaVica Theo and Stone. What's up, Ernie? Uh, what's up is good. And what uh, is exclamation point? He just put the exclamation point on everybody's doubts of him being great because okay he's not he doesn't have the Super Bowl yet he doesn't have those numbers yet he doesn't have the six yet but his age he's only 28 he's got three and if this pair does not disintegrate meaning Andy Reid and him 
they're going to win five more. Yeah. I mean, you just said it. Andy Reid is the ultimate football coach. He knows how to pick them at the draft. He knows how to develop them in the system. He knows what he's doing from top to bottom, from the minute he picks them to the minute they're, they're, they're on, their, on his team. I, I, you can't say anything else about it. I mean, all that stuff about it being scripted, come on. Like you said, missed field goal, missed extra point, drop passes. No, guys, this is all part of the game. The 49ers just dropped the ball. They had him. They had him. They, they had him, and then the punt the happened. The 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 punt going yes. off the angle ha- uh, ankle happened, and then everything fell apart. Anything fell apart. And I think, you know, it has to be, I, I don't want to say it's Kyle Shanahan's fault for not having them ready, but I don't know. They're both coaches. One one team knew what to do where their back was against the wall, no matter what. And with a minute left, you still knew. You still had Mahomes to take care of it. You couldn't say anything about Purdy about that. You couldn't say the same thing about Purdy because he needed time. He needs time to develop. Again, he needs time to develop. Holmes needed only a minute and a half to decide a game. Right. Guys, this guy is elite. He is yep. this generation's best quarterback. Thank you, guys. And by the way, my new word for today is parlay. Okay. Uh, appreciate that, Ernie. Is that is he? He had a parlay last night. Ch- Oh, I thought he said party. I thought he was doing like a Travis Kelsey impression. Maybe he was. You heard parlay? Yeah. <laughs> is that just where your head is at at all times? Is just parlay? That's how I'm wired. Can you, um, are you at liberty, by the way, to tell me how lucrative last night was for you? Or would you rather keep that under wraps? I'd rather keep it under wraps, but it was, it was, uh. Are you hiding money from your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay. uh, what's mine is hers. Um, <laughs> okay. lucrative is a good way to put it. Uh, three or four last night kept it, uh, Safe. I I'd say I didn't stake too much, but going three or four and, and it paid out. Considering one of them was uh, plus seven twenty five. Right. Mm-hmm. Kyle check Kyle Yuschek came through from my pockets. Uh, what was that one? Uh, over three and a half receiving yards. Can we talk about Kyle Shanahan for a second? And by extension, Kyle Yuschek. Because Ernesto brought up Kyle Shanahan and having his team ready, having his team prepared. The overtime. Kyle Shanahan's taken a lot of crap. For uh, going ahead and taking the football first. Yeah. Uh, And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it if you trust your defense to, if you can't score a touchdown, force a sudden death after that. With the revised overtime rules, the revised, remember the Bills, Josh Allen, poor little Joshy, not getting the football in the 2021 divisional against the Chiefs, never getting the ball, and the Chiefs winning in overtime. That forced the NFL to say, oh, Buffalo, we're sorry. We're sorry, Josh, we're sorry. Here are some new overtime rules so precious Josh can handle the football in overtime. But they only made the change to the postseason. This was the first time we saw the postseason rules. And there, the more I read about it, the more I hear about it, there is a great chance the San Francisco 49ers win in overtime last night and even after the game, not understanding, not knowing the new overtime rules. Dude, there is no might. There's no freaking doubt they had no clue. I don't think they, and I don't think after the game they had any clue either. Uh, real quick, we'll get to that in a second. Let's get to, uh, where are we going here, Stone? John, Jensen Beach. John and Jensen Beach is on Levick at Theo and Stone. John, good Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Hey, so uh, on the Shanahan thing, I think, I don't know why it's happening. Maybe it's me. I haven't listened to a lot of coverage. But why is he getting a pass for passing coming out of the two-minute warning? Why not, at third and five, they got two timeouts left in Kansas City. Why not put the ball in your best player's hand, McCaffrey? If he gets a first down, great. If he doesn't, Casey burns the timeout, mm-hmm. leaving them with one timeout, and you're in the same exact place kicking a long field goal. It almost comes off as, like, John, that almost came off to me like, and Mike McDaniel goes through the same thing, the smartest man in the room syndrome. And I don't know if I'm just I'm just linking those two together because of the Shanahan coaching tree, but that felt like something Mike McDaniel would do coming out of the two-minute warning. You're basically dictating the clock and everything that's going to happen after that. And instead of running once or twice, and you've got a guy who was at 3.6 a clip but was getting four and five yards, chunk yards in that spot, why would you throw? Yeah. And he's your best player. Purdy is not your best guy. 
you put the ball in the hands of your best guy. And again, worst case scenario, you're giving Mahomes less time to work with because of the timeout. The, 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 give, getting the ball in overtime first, if your defense is gas, which they were from being on the field on that last drive, that, that's, I, I don't mind that. But you had, you had total control of this game yep. coming out of the two-minute warning, and you relinquished it with a pass play. And they were blitzing every down there. Every so why not right. draw? Tony Romo was pointing field. out, like, at least six plays prior to that, Tony Romo was, was pointing out that right now the 49ers are in charge of the clock right now. And uh, it, it, right now Christian McCaffrey's getting five, six yards a carry. At some point, Steve Spagnuolo's going to have to sell out. He's going to have to send pressure every single time. That's exactly how it played out. And then they got bailed out. It, the, the Chiefs got bailed out in that spot and appreciate the call, John. That's a great call. Uh, why would you do that in that spot? That's almost overcomplicating it. That smartest man in the room, I, with my brain, am going to outthink you. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like, we could sit here and do this for hours about this one game specifically. But this let's goes go back, back to the to, Dan Campbell uh, going forward on fourth down in the NFC Championship Let's go game. back to the Kyle Shanahan, the fourth and five to George Kittle that made them go up 10-0 in this ball game. They shouldn't have gone for it. They're taking the points. No, you convert it with one of the best tight ends of the game, and then you score a touchdown the next that play. That was also in the you third go, quarter. I understand different points of the game, but it's all shoulda, coulda, woulda. And when you ask, why don't you just give the ball to McCaffrey? Well, maybe because there's nine guys sitting right there. Maybe because these A-gaps are mugged up. Maybe because they slip to a bear and like we don't have the numbers and the look that we want. So let's not just hand the ball off to a brick wall. Like There are things, there are 16 to 18 eyes up in the box telling Kyle, hey, don't have it here. We can't go outside. Nope, don't have it here. All right, and then you go to your third down. You go to some of your pass plays. You go to some of your play action stuff. Like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. What are you gonna hand it off to a brick wall? That's not the look that he wanted. Okay, but you've got to play the clock in that spot. You too. do got to play the clock. But it, I mean, tomato, tomato. It's Patrick Mahomes. If he I mean, has thirty, about he has thirty. If he has think a minute, about it. A minute. That pass. That pass. Instead of the run coming out of the two minute more warning, allowed the Chiefs to be in perfect timeout shape, so much so that by the time they kicked the field goal, Butker came out to tie the game to force overtime, the Chiefs still had that timeout on the board. Yeah. They didn't even use all their timeouts on a, final, on a final drive in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. Think about that. You could have really put them behind the eight ball. You got to do everything when it comes to 15 being on the other side, and I think that that was an oversight, and I think exactly. it's a great call there from John. It, you live by the sword, die by the sword, Patrick Mahomes is on the other side well, of the field. You go for the jugular. Okay, but but Kyle Shanahan might have also died by the forgetting about the rules. We'll get to that. I'm sure he hasn't slept. In just a second. That's Stone. I'm Ken. What? What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? For me, it's that Patrick Mahomes is either nipping on the heels or even with Tom Brady in the GOAT conversation. And Andy Reid, in my opinion, is the most accomplished pro football coach that we've seen. What he's done in the modern era with multiple teams, with multiple quarterbacks, I think he's ahead of Belichick, and I think he's going to pass Belichick in wins. His legacy is intact, and it is strong. Uh, What did last night prove to you? Because I think we might have had it proven that Kyle Shanahan doesn't know the rules of the NFL. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. That man is Stone. I am Ken. Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Can we hear again Kevin Harlan's call here on ESPN 106.3? Kevin Harlan, the final call, the Mecole Hardman from Patrick Mahomes, game-winning touchdown catch in overtime. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front, receiver in motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown! It's caught! Hardman caught the ball! The Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won! The entire bench empties! Chasing Mahomes in the end zone! Their third Super Bowl in five years! The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. 
And that is what it sounded like here on ESPN 106.3. I suppose I should have told you that uh, that's going to be our EDS air conditioning uh, coolest moment of the week. Why don't we go ahead and just... Get the uh, formality out of the way here. That Kevin Harlan call, the EDS air conditioning, coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. We already did it. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS air conditioning. There we go. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated, and they are servicing your AC needs. What did I tell everybody the last two weeks, Stone? Hey, it's cool out. It's cool out. This would be the time to get EDS out there to make sure that the AC unit's working. Guess what? Not cool out anymore. The AC's on. The AC's having a function. It's hot. It's humid. It's going to be like this now for, oh, I don't know, the next 10 months. You had your window. If you're panicking now saying, oh, my God, I didn't listen to Ken. I need to get EDS out here. Do it today. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. And while you're at it, why don't you become a gold plan member? With that gold plan, you're going to have technicians coming out a couple times during the year, making sure the AC is functioning well so that you are on top of it at all times and you don't go through the dreaded walk into your house. Uh oh, feels like a sauna in here. AC ain't kicking on. Then you have a problem. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. A lot of things that was proven to people last night with the Super Bowl, a lot of different things proven to people. And again, what did the Super Bowl prove to you last night? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, social media at KLV1063, that's 888-760-3776, a, a Super Bowl hangover. How much did you, uh, how much did you get in last night, you... Uh, you, you, how many beers? I didn't drink. I supplemented with about I don't know twenty six chicken wings. Um, pizza, oh, so you were so you were like food hungover. Chips and salsa. So you really didn't drink? Uh, I I really didn't drink. I, I I treated this professionally. Like, hey, I'm gonna sit here and focus, listen to Tony Romo, and sit here and take my notes. I did take a bunch of notes on the entire game watching. You so, did take a bunch of notes? Yeah, I stayed away from the parties and I went and watched the game solo with my father. Do you so have some of the in. notes? Do you have some of the notes with you? <laughs> I, but I don't want to read any of my notes. I do want to. I, I do want you to read some of your notes. One of them is my takeaway and what was proven to me last night with Super right. Bowl. Uh, should we, you know what, let's save that because I want you to give, when we start hour two, I want you to give your what was proven to you last okay. night, but I also want some of your notes. Okay, I I don't want you to hold back. All right, I it's going to be a segment we call Stone's Notes uh, here woo! on the Theo, Stone Super Bowl Notes here on the Theo and Stone. I love it. Another debut segment. Once a year, my God, just works it once a year. That's right. It is the first annual Stone Super Bowl Notes right here on the Theo and Stone. Can we get to why we might have proof that one of the most accomplished coaches in the sport doesn't know the rules of the sport? Kyle Shanahan, Tony Romo questioned it at the onset of overtime. Why are the 49ers taking the ball? Why are they taking the ball with this this new overtime rule set up? Uh, It's no longer sudden death. Uh, It is is each team gets the football. Which I love, by the way. And then if after the first round of possessions, they're tied, it's sudden death. It's not like in the regular season where a touchdown would end it. On the opening possession, field goal would allow the other team to have a possession. No, this is no matter what happens, each team gets the ball in overtime. So the 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 49ers take the football. This from the ringer. This is from the ringer. The Chiefs overtime plan worked out exactly how they had hoped, and it wasn't by accident. Kansas City Chief, uh, Kansas City safety Justin Reed told the Ringer that the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Defensive lineman Chris Jones told the Ringer players were prepared for what to expect if the Super Bowl went to overtime. Quote, we talked through this for two weeks, Jones said, how we were going to give the ball to the opponent. If they scored, we were going to go for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. Think about that. For two weeks, they prepared for the Super Bowl overtime if the 49ers put it in the end zone, the Chiefs were going to march down the field. If they scored a touchdown, they were going to go for two. That was their plan, okay? But they didn't want the football first. 
The 49ers did not do the same. Multiple San Francisco players said after the game that they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. And strategy discussions over how to handle the overtime period did not occur as a team. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after regulation. Then there was... Kyle Juszczyk, the San Francisco fullback. Listen to this when asked about the overtime strategy of the 49ers. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really I don't totally know the strategy there. No, no, we haven't talked about it. No. How damning is that? Yeah, why would you even open your freaking mouth? A key component of your offense flat out admitting, yeah, I didn't know how overtime worked. Key component? He's on the field 90% of their snaps. I don't know what the strategy was, but then there's this. And this is where Kyle Shanahan deserves all of the heaping blame. One, his team didn't know the overtime. It was one thing for Eric Armstead not to know. It's another thing for Kyle Juszczyk not to know. But then there's Kyle Shanahan himself on CBS. And I want you to listen to this closely because this suggests to me that after the game, even with whatever was on the Jumbotron, even after how everything played out, Kyle Shanahan thought that they were still playing the regular season overtime. Here's Kyle Shanahan on CBS. Understanding it's raw and again it went into overtime, but is there anything right now that you feel like was the difference down the stretch? Um, I mean... Love to score a touchdown there at the end. Not get Pat another chance. Let's hear that one more time. It says, love to score a touchdown there and not give Pat another chance. Let's hear it one more time. Understanding it's raw, and again, it went into overtime, but is there anything right now that you feel like was the difference down the stretch? Um, I mean, love to score a touchdown there at the end. Not get Pat another chance. Kyle, even if you scored a touchdown at the end, Pat would have had a chance. Is it crazy to make the statement that Kyle Shanahan, even after the game, did not know the postseason rules of overtime? That right there, forget use check for a moment, that's the most damning piece of audio. He thought that the game would be over based off of that. You're asking if it's crazy. The answer to that is no. It's not crazy because the proof is what we just freaking listened to. Isn't that the proof that Kyle Shanahan didn't know the rules of overtime? That's why they took the ball first because they thought they were going to march down, score a touchdown, and they thought that was it. The Chiefs were going to get the ball. That's the only explanation for him saying something like that. That's unconscionable. Here's And we're going to get into this in the next hour, but here's where I'll try to defend Kyle in a sense, but at the same time, not really. I'm just going to do my best. You have a staff of, what, 40 guys? Let's be realistic. Come on, dude. Don't do this. Don't give him a pass. Because I'm not giving him a pass. Because he have checks and balances. But you do have checks and balances, but right? You have guys designated on your staff, right, to analytics, who know the book, who should know these rules, and somebody should have tapped into the channel that their headsets are on and been like, hey, Kyle, and what's up, man? And But, Stone, who's the boss there? Who's the boss? That's, that's Kyle Shanahan. But, but sometimes bosses have a lot on their plate. And in this case, he's looking at, okay, if we do want to take the ball, you know, what do we want to start the drive with? What hash do I want to start this thing out on? Like, he's responsible of calling the offense, right? That's what his job is to do besides be the head coach. So in a spot like this, when tensions are high, when the pressure is at a maximum, you need one of your boys to come in and be like, hey, I don't think it's so smart. Stone, there were... Two weeks! It's not like this was a rash decision. When the Chiefs are preparing for two weeks, you don't just have it as a surprise. I'm with you. Laid on your lap going in overtime. I said I was going to try my best. I suppose that was an effort. That was something. What did last night prove to you in the Super Bowl? And do we now think Kyle Shanahan had no idea what the overtime rules were? Did Kyle Shanahan, the San Francisco 49ers head coach, have no idea what the overtime rules were, even after the game. What did last night's Super Bowl prove to you? And in part, Kyle Shanahan doesn't 
and didn't know the rules. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We keep tagging your calls. We keep tagging your social media. We'll get to more of your social media. Stone Super Bowl notes. It's a dog bleed Monday. My God, we have a lot to do. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone ESPN1063.